Hey everybody, before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about my new podcast, Creator Toolkit. It's a show where I take you through building specific projects on the web or help you make important decisions. The current episode is about hosted versus self-hosted solutions. This week's episode, coming out on Thursday, will be all about how to build a blog with WordPress. I'd love if you checked it out over at creatortoolkit.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 89 of How I Built It. Today, we're talking to Zach Terrell from Modern Tribe. Modern Tribe is a supporter of this show through their WordPress plugin, The Events Calendar. In this episode, we talk all about how they re-imaged their plugin as software as a service called Loxie. We go over how they decided what features to add and support, the importance of good design, and their tech stack, like using React. And speaking of React, we talk a little bit about Gutenberg as well. This week's episode is brought to you by Traitware and Pantheon. We'll hear about them a little later on. So for now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that today? My guest is Zach Terrell, Director of Product for Modern Tribe. Zach, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. It is, uh, let's see, it is the end of June as we record this, so summer's going by a little bit fast, but I'm enjoying the nice weather, and I got to enjoy a Yankee game yesterday, so I'm all excited. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. So I'm very excited to talk to you today. Uh, Modern Tribe has been a supporter of the show, but aside from that, they are doing some very cool things. So Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I oversee all the products work for Modern Tribe on that side of our business. That means uh, primarily the the events calendar plugin and the various add-ons that folks are familiar with there. Uh, we have a, a few other smaller plugins like, uh, like Image Widget, for example. But mostly it's events-based, uh, the events calendar, event tickets, a lot of event-based plugin work and our and our newest offering uh, which is a SaaS-based solution uh, called Loxy. Nice. And uh, Loxy is going to be primarily what we're talking about today. But uh, just to touch on something that you mentioned is that Modern Tribe does both product and service work. Is that right? You guys do kind of agency work? That's right. We have a, we have a very large agency business here. Uh, that's about almost 70% of our business. And then our, our product side is about 30%, uh, almost 40 Nice. Very nice. So let's jump right into it then. Loxie, why don't you tell us about Loxie? Sure. So Loxie is a, a SaaS-based calendar, sort of a, a, a kind of like the woo-foo form equivalent for calendars, right? Where where you you know don't have to have any infrastructure uh, to set it up. You create an account, you get an embed code, and you can drop it on any site. Uh, so kind of uh, no fuss-based calendar. For this particular audience, it's interesting to know that we built Loxy on top of the events calendar and the WordPress REST API. So it's a uh, it's a product uh, that that really kind of leans into our our existing code base and experience in in WordPress, but has an entirely brand new, fresh user interface, and you know, no need for folks to worry about their own scaling or. Uh, or uptime, or <laughs> any of that kind of stuff. Uh, plugin updates, any any of those those things uh, suddenly go away. You just get a, a nice, easy, beautiful calendar to work with, and and put on any website. You know, it's not limited only to WordPress. You can put it anywhere. 
Yeah, that's that's fantastic, right? Because essentially the events calendar is a is that a WordPress only plugin? Correct. Yeah. So the events calendar, it's a WordPress plugin. You know, we've we've got a lot of reach there with six hundred thousand active installs, but you know, Loxy opens up uh, the ability for us to take that into a, a whole lot more corners of the internet. Nice. And so, how did you get? You know, I guess when uh, did this idea kind of come into fruition? Where you're like, let's take the events calendar and turn it into a stat so we can reach that wider audience. So we were talking about that right on day one when I tri- when I joined Modern Tribe, which was uh, just over three years ago. That was kind of the the vision when I joined the team that we that we really wanted to take uh, the events calendar and move it to to a broader audience and to sort of uh, pivot it into SaaS and and not entirely a pivot because we totally still uh, plan to enhance and release the events calendar. It is the underlying core here of this SaaS. So it, you know, both benefit at the same time, but the goal was definitely, you know, from day one, as far back as three years ago to, to get us there. There was a lot of work we had to do first, but one of the interesting things that happened is just, just over a year ago, Jeff Graham, who ran our support team here, uh, was really looking for a new opportunity. He said, hey, I love managing support. My passion is support, but I, I want the opportunity to maybe build something, you know, like run it, do the strategy on it, coordinate design, all those sorts of things. Uh, so Jeff came to us with that. And then sort of simultaneously, we were thinking, well, it's finally kind of opportunity for us to to add another team uh, to the product side and have them build something new, right? Some completely new solution. And we said, okay, well, uh, kind of the stars are lining up. We had like three three options on the table. Jeff, with his passion for support and our customer audience, one of the things he looked at was he said, well, you know, the opportunity to build, uh, you know, rebuild the events calendars user interface and also serve this need of expanding beyond WordPress sounded like a really exciting journey for him. So he took a lot of his kind of customer experience and knowledge about about what they wanted out of a solution and and brought that into this kind of new role for himself. And he's he's really been the the uh, strategic leader on this. You know, I, I I clear a lot of hurdles for him and and try to keep him protected. But but Jeff very much was the uh, was kind of the strategy leader on Loxy uh, and and was able to to come at it. And I think anybody who uses that product can see that that kind of customer centric uh, vision there the the interface is is very is as as minimal as we can make it it's it tries to be really easy uh, we want things we want it to be quick to create an event and and also beautiful to to do that and to experience that versus wordpress which you know we all love but the wordpress admin ui is is not the you know not the pinnacle of user interface design <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a couple of things that I want to mention there. First is, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like people say that WordPress is very easy, but it's mostly people within the WordPress community. And we're hoping that Gutenberg will make that better. And we'll touch on maybe Gutenberg development a little bit later. But yeah, the, the WordPress interface is rightfully going through some changes right now, which is good. The other thing that I want to mention is that it's something that I hear I think more frequently on this show than uh, is the perception, but you, you you basically used your customer support knowledge to build a better product, right? Absolutely. That's great. Like we touched on that a little bit with, with the GiveWP or the Give guys, uh, GiveWP.com when they were on the show. And, and it's kind of been a recurring theme, you know, listen to your customers, listen to your customer support. 
make sure that the customer support guys are talking to the developer folks and 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 you'll end up with a better product and and so i'm I'm very glad to hear that echoed again here with loxy yeah absolutely uh, I think it's really expensive honestly to uh, to do a bunch of user testing uh, and and detailed you know UI work with 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 groups and and audiences and and do all of those kinds of uh, usability tests and we've certainly done some of that stuff uh, but being able to take someone who's been on the front lines and has heard about all the rough edges and have them come in and be like you know here try to build this thing uh, you know from scratch with all of that in mind it, it gives you a lot more kind of implicit understanding about about what customers want. Yeah, that's man, that's fantastic. So very cool. Aside from that, was there other research that you guys did? Did you guys look at competition or, you know, you said that this was a plan basically from the day you came on. So what was that process like? Today's episode is brought to you by Pantheon. WordPress 5.0 and the new editor Gutenberg are coming. Are you prepared? Do you want to learn about the changes in advance? Pantheon has gathered resources to help you prepare, including webinars and tutorials. Pantheon also has made it easy and free to try Gutenberg with your site before the official launch. Visit pantheon.io slash Gutenberg. Let them know that How I Built It sent you. And now, back to the show. We did, yeah. So we've been we've been looking at this for a long time. the The SaaS based calendar space is is not empty. You know, there's there's plenty of folks who exist in there, and and there's some people doing some really great stuff. And honestly, one of the things we did early on was we reached out to a bunch of the existing players and said, you know, is anybody tired? <laughs> is anybody <laughs> anybody just just wanna wanna move to an acquisition? Which honestly wasn't exactly what we wanted to do because we wanted to leverage the events calendar. We wanted to take our, our plugin and put a new UI on top of that. But, you know, if we could have taken a shortcut and, and you know, snatched somebody up, we would have. And so we talked to, I don't know, probably a half a dozen different different folks in the space to see if anybody was interested in going that route. Uh, nothing really emerged from that. But honestly, I had a lot of great conversations with a lot of players in the space. And so yeah, so we've been thinking about it. One of the other things we did, you know, way back, and if you look if you look back at our roadmap, you can kind of see some of this stuff where we've said, okay, well, if we're eventually going to build this SaaS, we need full support for the WordPress REST API. You know, we, mm-hmm. we got we to gotta do that. So, you know, we added REST API support into the plugin and, and we released that pub- publicly. And, you know, there was a handful of other things we did. We've we have actually not yet released this in our plugins, but we we rewrote the whole way our backend uh, recurring events infrastructure works, which is a deceptively complicated feature. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Loxy's actually running on a, on a new a new iteration of that backend. We haven't again we haven't yet released it publicly. We're intending to. Uh, we're just trying to work out all the backwards compatibility bugs and make sure that everybody gets a gets a smooth migration there. Uh, so so that was fun and. But honestly, one of the things that that I think is really interesting about what we did here is, is we, since we were able to build a completely parallel team uh, to support and build Loxy, we were we sort of had this opportunity to hand pick a group and say like these are the particular skills we want to to kind of uh, build this thing from the ground up. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with Scott Kingsley Clark, who is sort of famous for pods. Uh, we yeah. brought we brought him in full time. He's been working on Loxy for the past year, so we you know we had some 
some pretty strong technical chops that were able to come in and uh, yeah. and help us, you know, do a lot of these uh, these infra- you know and and contrib- keep contributing back to core right like our core plugin. So he was you know constantly uh, trying to think about you know how do we scale it, how do we how do we build many many calendars on top of this plugin yeah. and. Uh, and so, so that was really fun uh, to have him join the team and lend his expertise. The other one is uh, is David Hickox, who is is a really uh, great designer. Had been working on our agency side for a long time. Was also really interested in this challenge, and and Jeff and I sort of uh, got him real excited about it. And so he was able to come in and you know, with almost blue sky, think about like how would I how would I design the interface for a for a plugin? And he, he and Jeff just went back and forth on it for for many months with lots of prototypes and. So yeah, so you know, lots and lots of prep work before we ever really started writing a lot of a lot of code directly related to Loxy, but there was lots of kind of infrastructural stuff we were working through. Man, that's that sounds fantastic. So which and this kind of perfectly moves us into the title question, which is how did you build it, right? You've assembled a great team of talent. You are working off of perhaps a pre-existing code base with uh, the events calendar and working with the WordPress REST API. How did you put that all together? Did you have to, like how much of the events calendar needed to be rebuilt in order for this to work properly? You know, uh, you kind of alluded to that and just kind of the overall process of converting a plugin to a SAS. So the big things with the existing events calendar plugin that we needed to address was, I mean, first getting it just base compatible fully with the REST API for updates, edits, deletes, like the whole, the whole gamut. And while we were doing it, we, we knew we were going to be moving to a SaaS and wanted to be able to, to move quickly. So we added a lot of testing. There's there's lots and lots of testing that was added through this process. To you know, We're not at a point where we've got full coverage or anything like that as far as the events calendar plugin goes. But, but we, you know, as part of this effort, we did add a lot of testing to the base plugin. The bigger thing we had to do around the events calendar was address how to handle what we perceive eventually as as reality, uh, which is large data sets. We knew that uh, it, it needs to be very fast. Uh, the events calendar itself isn't always optimized for the absolute fastest way to retrieve data. You know, we're using the the, the WordPress data structures with you know custom post types and all of this and, and post meta. So it's not always the fastest. So we had to figure out like how are we going to scale that aspect of it? How are we going to going to be able to do that? And so. Uh, Scott wrote wrote an events calendar integration for Elasticsearch. Uh, so we have, I think we call it Elastic Events, which we wrote as an as an Elasticsearch ElasticPress plugin. So that was a big piece we had to build to make sure that this was all going to be fast. Uh, we actually just released that plugin for free last week, and so we were excited about that. It was another piece where we were like, well, we had to build this for ourselves, but but anybody else who's doing this at scale should benefit from the work we did. So we released that. The piece where we really had to do a lot of like just just full rebuild kind of work was around the interface. Loxy, the application is entirely React based, so we we had to we had to rewrite everything. We brought on we brought on a React dev who's who's crazy ridiculously good at his job, and he he pretty much all by himself rewrote you know all of these these interfaces and views and stuff uh, purely in react. So we've, we've got this really kind of, kind of snappy interface that's, uh, that's, that's real tight and feels modern. And it was a kind of a, it was a nice, a nice chance to reimagine that stuff. That's also, you know, that, that was a very costly endeavor. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of effort. We probably could have 
built things a lot cheaper if we hadn't gone that route, but it's really what we wanted to do. You know, it was our, our vision of what, of what the product was going to be was, a was something where the interface felt like it was getting out of your way instead of getting in your way. And then it was very kind of easy and friendly and, and light to use and kind of airy almost. And React gives us much more of that kind of experience where, where those, you know, you're not, you don't have big full page reloads happening and stuff. The interface just kind of clicks right along. Man, that's very interesting to me. I'm just getting into React development now because I'm very late to every party. And, you know, there's like, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a million JavaScript frameworks out there. So I, I try to see which one's going to be the winner before I, I sink a lot of time into it. And uh, it looks like you maybe clairvoyantly picked the winner. When you chose to use React, had Gutenberg been announced yet? Did you know? Or were you just like, this is something backed by Facebook. It's probably going to be around a while. Are you as frustrated with usernames and passwords as I am? Traitware believes you are, and they created Traitware Secure Login as the solution for all of us. Traitware enables you, your staff, and your customers and members a secure way to sign in that replaces usernames and passwords. With a simple mobile app or PC login, you can provide a better experience, increase security, and reduce the risk of lost or stolen passwords. Traitware is the secure login you have been looking for. Check out a quick video on how to sign in with Traitware and register for a exclusive How I Built It coupon at securelogonapp.com slash WordPress. That's securelogonapp.com slash WordPress. Say goodbye to usernames and passwords. Say goodbye to phishing, man in the middle, or brute force attacks. Never again create, forget, share, or lose a password for your WordPress website. And now, back to the show. No, it had not been announced yet. If we go, if we go sort of a little bit further back in our history, we we modern tribe, not the product side, but the agency side, uh, decided that they were gonna gonna add React kind of to their tool belt about God, it's got to be two years ago now, uh, and we relaunched our try our modern tribe company website uh, as a fully React based website on top of on top of WordPress. And we actually, uh, one of our, our very strong JavaScript developers, Sam, uh, wrote a, a fantastic article that got us a bunch of attention, uh, again, like two years ago, about how we built that and, and all of the details. And, and that's a pretty great article. And so that got us a bunch of attention. It also gave us some internal skills around it. We've then worked on a couple of agency projects that were really heavily React-based. And so sort of Internal to Modern Tribe, that was the tool set we'd started to build. We weren't doing anything necessarily on the product side with it yet, but we said, let's, you know, that's what, that's what agency's doing. Those are the skill sets we have. If we, you know, if we hire somebody, we actually know how to evaluate the skills. Uh, we, could, we could bring this guy in and if he needs mentorship or, or starts to go off the reservation, we've got somebody who can help, thankfully you know, that wasn't the case. Neil's just ridiculously good. So uh, he actually has helped even even move some of the agency thinking forward in, in ways that are that are just, you know, a fun kind of uh, giving back. And that's, that's a really common thing for our organization to do. Like, you know, they make an innovation and, and we grab a hold of it and then we go a little further and then, you know, shoot it back over the fence. And so there's there's some give and take there. But yeah, so so all that happened. And then and then Gutenberg got announced and we were like, okay, well, it looks like it looks like we chose the right technology, which was helpful, and then that's helped us to to kind of start getting into to some of that work, and and honestly feel like we're in a position to to jump on that maybe a little bit more 
with both feet than, than some of the other folks in the space. Yeah. And, and another thing that you mentioned is that you wanted to make your plugin REST API ready fully. And, and that's also something that you need to do in order to support Gutenberg, right? You need to have that turned on when you define your custom post types, for example. So are you, you know, are you, did you guys just jump feet first into Gutenberg development? Like as soon as you thought it was stable enough to do so? Yeah. So what we did with what we did with Gutenberg is actually we had mostly held off. We were, we were talking about it a lot, kind of kind of holding and holding and and kind of circling it, but not one hundred percent sure what we were going to do. And then I went to uh, WordCamp US last uh, December, mm-hmm. and while I was there, I was like, okay, this thing's actually ready to go now. This is you know it's still moving. There's still a lot to be done here, but I can I can see it. Uh, and so when I came back from WordCamp US, I met with our strategist on the plugin side. Uh, her name's her name's Leah, and actually coincidentally, uh, maybe not coincidentally, maybe it's maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's company structure. She also worked on our support team for a long time. Uh, nice. She she kind of was in support, did a lot of kind of company like swag work and some of those kinds of things, but also had this kind of passion for the user experience within our plugins because she really understood that that user mindset and so she she quickly grew into the strategist role and has done a bang up job kind of doing strategy for our plugins overall but I, I came back I met with Leah and I was like this Gutenberg thing is has become real I you know I need you to I need you to go into a, into a cave and figure out figure out how we're going to do this <laughs> and actually our first our first real decision point there was Gutenberg's a big deal. We're going to have to invest a lot to to really become compatible with it. So we had to decide, are we are we going to just survive the Gutenberg transition, right? Like do the absolute minimum that we can do in order to have a functional product after it releases, which would have been a fine approach uh, and would have would have allowed us to continue to focus on our regular roadmap and some of the things that our customers are actively asking for. Or do we say Gutenberg's the future of WordPress? If we're going to be on this train, not only do we need to, you know, we need to participate in the discussions from here to release on on what's actually happening, and and we need to push the edges of this and make our plugin kind of a, a cornerstone of of what that's that experience is going to be. And I sort of I was right on the fence, you know, between these mm-hmm. two options. I, there was lots of stuff on the roadmap that was really exciting. And we had just built Loxy. You know, we just spent yeah. a year building a new interface to a calendar. <laughs> and so I went to the team and I said, like, what do you guys want to do? Which which way, which way do you feel like you want to go on this? What are you are you up for this journey? And you know, it was a different team. So Gustavo, who's who's our kind of a lead plugins developer, and Leah and and the partners at Modern Tribe, Shane and Peter and Reader Reed. I, I went to all of them and individually and said, these are the options. What, what, what do you want to do? And every single person said, we want to invest in the, in the future here. We want to do, we want to do the big thing and we know it's harder and we know it's going to take a lot of attention, but every single person said, we want, we want to do the big thing because this, this is only going to happen once. So what we actually did to help take advantage of some of the work we did, which we grabbed David, who was the, the designer on Loxy. And we said, David, you just spent a year uh, designing an interface that's React based and highly responsive and is very user centric. Want to do it again? 
want to take another shot at that, pal? And so him and another designer, Rachel, we actually added a second designer because there are so many details for Gutenberg. The two of them jumped off of Loxie, came over to, uh, to the events calendar, and they've been, you know, every week iterating on these designs and these prototypes and, and really doing a bang-up job with it. Man, that's, uh, I know I, I realize that I say, man, that's great a lot, uh, especially in this <laughs> interview, but I mean, I, I like everything you're saying. Everything you're saying is fantastic. And I mean, after WordCamp US is when, you know, I talked to Zach Gordon and we decided to kind of release our Gutenberg courses, his developer course, my user course, like super early in January, yeah. even though it, it meant that we were probably going to have to iterate on that course a lot. We just wanted to get the educational components out there because... Like you said, it's you know it's not going away. It's going to become a bigger part of WordPress moving forward. And yeah, you know, we we immediately yeah. purchased that Zach Corden course for uh, for Gustavo. We were like, here you go, man. Here's here's what you're gonna do. Go 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 read this. Go yeah, in absolutely. The code. Yeah, and it's it's great. I mean, it's uh you know I'm I'm working through the course, learning React and that, and so you know I think that's a very forward thinking approach. And there are a lot of different opinions on that and. There's not, you know, it's whatever works best for your team or yourself or your organization, but it's very cool to see you guys jumping on top of that. So with the last few minutes, uh, I always like to ask these kind of three rapid fire questions. The first is is changes since launch, and you just re recently launched. So maybe we can go uh, right to kind of what are your plans for the future of Lochte? Yeah, so we launched, we've actually launched to a very small audience. So mm -hmm. it's not, it's... It's not kind of like a public, big global launch. We haven't started doing any like real serious marketing outside the WordPress space or, or doing any ad buys or, or any of that kind of stuff. It's mostly, mostly quiet. We've been kind of marketing to our internal audience. So we've got a lot of stuff still to do. Uh, really what we've been doing is just listening to customers and making small iterative changes. Uh, we're trying to get to, you know, get to the point where a single user can have multiple calendars. Uh, we've worked to improve the embed. What we thought was fast in our, in our labs still doesn't feel fast to us uh, on customer websites. So we're, we're trying to speed it up. We're going to continue to do some of that kind of work, uh, more, more scaling and performance and really make this thing, make this thing roar. But yeah, it's mostly, mostly that kind of stuff that there's going to be, there's going to be tons and tons of little features coming, you know, every, I think we're on an every two week release cycle right now. Wow. Impressive. And very cool to see you're kind of focusing on, you know, customer centric stuff. It seems to be the overarching theme of this episode and a lot of uh, other folks that I've talked to. So, like I said, I'm very glad to see that, you know, being in the education space, I try to think about the customers and the user. I'm a front end developer, too. So I try to think sure. of the user experience. But, you know, the easier something is to use, the easier it is for me to educate on that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one challenge. The one challenge we do have there, though, is, and, and my marketing director keeps reminding me of this, is, is we can't just build everything that the events calendar customers ask us for because we're not mm -hmm. trying to recreate the events calendar. You know, there's, it is a slightly different experience. And, and if we just, like, gum up the UI with all of the robust features that are built into the events calendar, like, that's not actually the mission of Loxy. So uh, there is that temptation. We have to listen to our customers, but also be sure not to take everything they say as gospel. Uh, there, that is, that is an interesting bit of this to, to walk. Yeah, totally. There's the, the balancing act between uh, somebody who wants all the features and everything, and, and then making that jive with, you know, your mission, the why you started Lochte. So, you know, I know that Jason Fried at Basecamp 
always says it's okay to say no and that they try to say no as often as possible, except for when it makes sense. So yeah, definitely the takeaway here is listen to your customers, but don't just take everything they say as gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. So the last question I always like to ask is, do you have any trade secrets for us? Ooh, trade secrets. I don't, I don't know if there is any other than, I mean, one of the things I think we've, we have done really well is, is just, uh, you know, continue to lean into the things we're good at. You know, if with Loxy, it's, it's basing it on the events calendar and making sure that even if Loxy ends up being a complete failure, the journey of building it has strengthened the core products. It's, you know, it, even at that point, it, it's not a failure because, you know, the core product is benefits and, you know, things like learning React and then reusing it or, or building designs and then reusing them. Uh, it's, it's not to not to throw that stuff away, build on top of the things that, that you have as skills and, and that kind of thing. Awesome. Continue to lean into the things we're good at. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Zach, thanks so much for joining me today. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at uh, my, my handle's just Terrell, just my last name. Uh, I apparently got in there early enough. Or you certainly can hit me up uh, through the, the events calendar Twitter as well, which is uh, the events cal. All right. I will link all that and more, everything we talked about, including that great React article that Sam wrote two years ago in the show notes. So be sure to keep an eye out for that over at howibuilt.it. Zach, thanks again for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. This was great. Super interesting stuff here, especially if you're looking to enter the software as a service space. I want to thank Zach again for his time and Modern Tribe for their support of the show. And speaking of, be sure to check out this episode's sponsors, Traitware and Pantheon. For all of the show notes, head over to howibuilt.it slash 89. If you like the show, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. It really helps people discover us. You can also join the Facebook community over at howibuilt.it slash Facebook. I want to build a strong community for this podcast, and Facebook is the place to do it. Plus, you'll find a link to a giveaway I'm doing where you can win my four favorite business books. And finally, if you haven't heard it yet, I'd love if you checked out my new podcast, Creator Toolkit, where we put together all the tools you need to build great things on the web. It's on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast now. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, get out there and build something.